welcome to our premiere episode of Beyond the Screen. It is me. <laughs> it is I. Oh my god, we're already this podcast is gonna be fun. Um I'm Sarah for our new listeners, hopefully. <laughs> With me as well, we have Mike who's laughing at me right now, you know, it's fine. It's it's good. It's all it's all good. Yeah, we're here to have a good time here in this podcast. Yes, I'm Mike. Mike is the older brother to me, the middle uh, sister, and who I often refer to as my younger brother because he picks on me all the time is Sean. I want to make a couple things very clear right off the bat. Oh gosh! First of all, I was not audibly laughing at you, Sarah, during the intro. You were but laughing. I was with laughing. Me? No, oh, no, no! Okay. I was laughing at you, but just not audibly. <laughs> Uh, uh, I might be not picking it up. Second of all, there is no actual familial relationship. Just yes, you know, oh yes, just, we're know? not related. We're not related. My heart, because, we are. Um, God, that would be terrible. Uh, <laughs> oh my God, I'm a great. Sister. I mean, what? Huh? How's it going, everybody? <laughs> wow. So this is our first and last episode of Beyond the Screen. Uh, I was just gonna think it. So for checking it out uh no but this is our brand new podcast uh we got fired from after live just kidding um <laughs> we came in to record after live one day you know first day one back day, from yeah. the holidays josh and, sat down. Like, and josh said i'm sorry i'm gonna make deep fake videos now so y'all y'all are fired yeah that's exactly what happened and then someone posted a tweet about it and you know we just went from there anyway then, then Sarah. Yes. That went on like a 20 minute rant about how this is all Christian Harloff's fault. No. Stop she hates that right him. now. Stop it. We're not bringing that crap into this new iteration. But like, anyway. Okay. For real, I'm already going to derail this. Has everybody seen the draft? Nah. I haven't watched it, but I know all the picks. Okay. Can we talk about the draft then? Mike, can, we, can, we talk- can we explain what our podcast is before we jump into it? Okay, fine, but I want to talk about the draft because okay, we will talk about we will talk about the draft right after we talk about what our podcast. Is. I'm probably super confused. We didn't really explain what was happening. We just kind of start talking. Well, yeah. All right, so we decided to this band this together be the norm. and make a new podcast. We're just going to talk about. I just cut Mike off. I'm sorry. That's what this podcast is going to be. You know, um, just interrupting each other. Uh, we're going to talk about movies, TV. Uh, life, <laughs> just basically everything. I don't know, random stuff. Um, we're I'll probably talk in- about video games at some point. Video games, definitely Star Wars, because Mike <laughs> loves Star Wars so Mike, much. And just Mike is the biggest Star Wars fan. <laughs> if you guys didn't know, oh my god, we'll probably talk about like Schmoes <sighs> and the Schmodown and Sen and all kinds of different stuff. Uh, so yeah, there's no um, no restrictions i mean there are like <laughs> some restrictions but you know what i mean we don't have to stick to just collider live and we have <laughs> well freedom. it's a good thing we don't have to stick yeah. to collider live anymore Ooh, it does screwed. not exist <laughs> man that would suck to have a collider live after show you know what i mean oh yeah wait. can you imagine if you were like spending <laughs> you know Anyway, so talking about that, uh Sean brought up the draft, the Schmodown draft. Uh let's talk about it. Go ahead, Sean. Give the me your mouthy, thoughts. The mouthy mercs are gonna crush this season. I just I don't know who that is. What, that's Koi's team. What a team. Um I don't actually I it's what? It's Bibiani, it's uh sure. Brandon the Kid, it's the kid, Bibiani, uh Mark Nopic. 
Um, yes. There's a bunch of other people. Who, God, who made those? Somebody made, um, I'm looking at trivia Shodan draft. Somebody made awesome, uh, graphics for it. Um, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ja- here he is jacob patrick on twitter made awesome graphics uh so media let me look at these um so where is matthew works okay so they've got Will- william bibiani brandon meyer mara Kanopic, tim franco Haley fouch wow. greg alba joseph scrimshaw and john humphrey i so i saw greg wait is greg alba on the they're on the same team again Mm-hmm. Hum- yes. Hum- yeah. Well, I yes. Because you got them, so I just mean they're in the same like faction. They're in the I same saw- faction. I'm sure I thought he got drafted somewhere else, and I was like, oh man, they're separated. I think, but I think not. they might have traded because a bunch of teams did get broken up. Because like the Wildberries got broken up, and they didn't get traded back. Not yet. I'm sure they will. Because I think the legal right if they don't. Yeah, because they're my f- favorite team. <laughs> they're so much fun. And, I love them. Uh, uh, corruption drafted Dewberry after, uh, after, um, um, your favorite member. God damn it. Wildman, Josh McCuga. There we go. After Josh wow, McCuga had already, cause, uh, <laughs> Winston drafted McCuga first. I believe. Really? Makuga first. And then right after he drafted Makuga, Shannon Barney got up there and she fucking drafted Dewberry. And that everyone lost their pick? shit. No, this was like round four. Oh. I don't understand how this draft worked. I'm going to be honest. Although the first pick, holy crap, Roka was mad. Because, Why? Because, well, it wasn't the first pick. Sam Levine had the first pick and he picked, yes. uh, who did Sam pick for first? Didn't he pick, um, um, Andrew Guy? Yes. Well, he picked McWeenie and got Guy. McWeenie and got Guy. But Okay, uh, can you explain why? Because they're a top-rated team. So they're protected. Okay, so they get both of them? Yes. So then he gives up a spot? Yes. So he did not get... Yeah, he didn't get to pick in round two because his round two pick was Andrew Guy. Was Andrew Guy. Okay. And they didn't have to fill all eight spots, right? They had to fill... Nine eight, or however. They had to fill eight. There were ten total. They did not have to fill all ten. Okay. They had to fill at least eight though. But so oh, he, when, when Finstock got up there, he, he picked Bateman. First. Went, yeah. And Broke automatically got. Not, Riley. Riley. And then he picked Dan and got. Roka in the fourth round. Ooh. That's Roka why he was pissed. not happy about being a fourth round pick. <laughs> Oh, I saw him on Twitter. He was freaking yeah. out. He was not happy. Like, they, cause they were like, don't come up here and give a speech when you get picked. Like, just go to the behind the stage interviews. And Wilka walked up on that stage and he was like, he was grabbed to make it. He got mad. He was like, if my team, you know, if Finst, if Finstock must have been hit on the head, he does not understand. If they don't understand, then maybe somebody else will. Maybe I'm corruptible. And like, oh. like being like, I'm gonna fucking go to like corruption or some shit if over this. But I guess they they worked it out, so it's all okay now. But fucking Roka was mad that he was wow. the fourth round pick. Very, very mad. I think that uh, Finstock explained that the reason he did it was because Bateman Bateman's the singles champ right now. Yeah, and so yeah, you gotta support. Yeah. But is it? But is still, Bateman um, is the greatest of all time. That's so true. Like, I and should yeah. have been picked first. That's true. And they're team champions right now, aren't they? Dan and Roka? Mm, 
Are they? Did they yeah. win a spectacular? I thought, yeah, I thought Founding Fathers was the. Um, I think so, maybe. Champion. But I, I like again. I I I I did not keep up with the the uh, the showdown well enough last year, so this yeah. draft was my jumping on point for this year. But yeah, like, I have to watch it. Finstock was ext- was explaining, you know, that it was because Ben Bateman is the number one is the is the singles champion right now, so he felt he had to respect that. But I mean. Dan Merle, man, you know, he's considered the greatest of all time by most of the people in that league. So I, I understand why Roku was pissed. Like, I, I'm surprised that, that, that it went that way. Uh, I'm glad that they worked it out. Cause I mean, Finstock Exchange has a pretty strong team too. Obviously Bateman, Riley, Merle, Roka, Andrew DiMolanta. Uh, the barbarian who I have no idea who that is. Cody Hall. Yeah, they got Cody Hall. They got great Drake. I thought that was a joke. No, I saw that tweeted and I was like, "What?" But, <laughs> oh my god, I'm so excited! I'll watch just for that. Like, here's um, here's a link to the. Uh, if you scroll in down there, you'll find all the um all the teams, Sarah. Okay. Uh, so. Mike, why don't you go first, though? I said I'm rooting for Koi. I think Koi's got a great team there. Just again, Bibiani, nope. Meyer, Nopic, Franco, Fouch, Alba, Scrimshaw, Humphrey, two spots open still. Uh, Mike, what what team dra- grabbed your eye? Uh, here's the thing. Oh. I am... Dear God in heaven, I'm going to be hated so hard for this. Yes. <sighs> corruption. Corruption. Wow. Corruption has Why? a... Why? Corruption they've got a, has... They've got a strong they, team. They do, because, of course, you got Mike Kalinowski and Chance together. Of course. Elliot Dewberry was kind of actually smart, because he's smart. Splitting he's the wild... Splitting up the wild berries is actually a really smart idea because Josh Bakuga is lost without Elliot. Like he, Josh knows stuff, but Elliot is like the smart one of the group, and splitting them apart would be great. Um, a lot of like rookies on the list for a lot sure. Of rookies. Um, a risky pick in Bonnie. Is Bonnie going to show up? True. I will say. I will say. The dungeon. Is also a pretty good team because, uh, Kaiser picked a lot of rookies as well. And I know, yeah. and one of the rookies I know is actually my boy from Wisconsin, Robert Parker. Oh yeah. He's, he's representing Wisconsin for me. So, uh, he's a, he's, oh God, if you see his, uh, fan league stuff, yeah, he's, he's a, a inner, he, player. Strong inner geekdom player. He'll be just like Kevin Smith and just rise up. And actually, actually even played with Kevin Smith. So he had experience with him. So it makes sense to pick him up for, uh, the dungeon. So I like, there's so many good, uh, team rosters and so many, like the usual suspects as well is pretty cool. Yeah. With Sam Levine. Swag's uh, not bad. Yeah, yeah swag that's is, the one I was looking at. That's a good team. Yeah, swag is good. I want to go back to Robert Parkey for a second, though, because picked in the second round. I know, yeah, a rookie, and nothing. No disrespect against Robert Parker, because dudes, dudes, feral. Um, speaking of the fan leagues, just really quickly, where was he drafted? James White kicked the shit out of me in my first uh, fandom match over at Multiplex. 
second round pick from Burnett, James White. Uh, keep wow. an eye on, on him because he kicked the shit out of me in my first match at Multiplex. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's not a massive success, to be honest. I'm pretty terrible at movie trivia, but, uh, uh still speaking of rookies, I, I, when he got picked, I was like, I fucking played that guy. Um, really? But yeah, uh, what do you think, Sarah? Who are you looking at on this list? Um, I really liked Swag just because I feel like it's a fun team and it's a whole bunch of like new people. Like Ed Greer yeah. is on there and I like him yep. from Screen Junkies and they were like talking, kind of making fun of the whole thing over there. So I really like that. RB3's on there. Ace. It's cool to see like people that we're familiar with, but that we haven't yeah. seen like get a shot in the Schmodown. So I'm like super excited about that. Like seeing more of Cody and Ace and RB3. And I love that Brett <laughs> Sheridan actually got on the team. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about the den. They don't look the strongest. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Paul um, Yeah. yeah Paul. He's, he's good, but there's a lot of choices on there that are kind of like, oh, Okay, we'll see, I mean, like, how but, this goes. Yeah, look at their last four picks. Ben Goddard, uh, Alex Marzonia, Saul, and Brett Sheridan. It's the SEN live crew at the bottom. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm makes interested. It, it makes sense. I'm interested to see how that affects somebody like, like, because, I mean, let's be honest. Let's look at the list, right? Tom, Paul Preston, Brandon, Hannah, Sean Sullivan. Tom, Tom, who did Tom play with, Mike? That's video He's drew. Part of a team, right? Him and oh, so that's video drew. Oh, Who the creepy is... guy. Yeah. <laughs> no okay. offense. Yes, yes, okay. But did but she you're... not get drafted? No, she was drafted somewhere, wasn't she? Their team um, was split up, right? They were the loony. Video fans. drew is with the burning droogs with Brian uh, Robert Byer Burnett. Burnett. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, so they're look... split. But looking at the den, I mean, Tom, Paul Preston, Brandon, Hannah, Sean Sullivan. Uh, I don't know much about this Diane at Ad- Adamujan, mm-hmm. or uh, but uh, obviously Rachel Silvestrini. So like you've yeah. got like five people there that are established players, right? Yeah, and then I like and, how it's like her friends. <laughs> yeah, which I, I wonder like how go. they feel about that because they didn't have a choice about joining this team. So like, I wonder how they feel about being drafted onto this team and now seeing that the rest of the team that they're gonna have to like these are their these are their lifelines now pretty much kind of getting pulled in with the SEN live crew. Which, like, Ben Goddard apparently has a good amount of skill. He's good on SEN live. They quiz him sometimes. He was on backstage the other day, and he was okay. Like, uh, Marzonia, Alex is obviously a very smart guy. I've never seen him in trivia. Maybe he'll do well. Salt, who knows what the fuck Saul's gonna do? Yeah, and that I, one, yeah. Brett, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, these people all have potential, but I'm just, I'm really not sure how the, if I were on the other half of the team that, like, were really established players, how I would feel about half the team being filled up with like the SEN live crew. Yeah. But you know, whatever. Who's, who's the weakest you think? Oh, uh, Sheridan. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the teams, the factions. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I would probably say. <laughs> then let me finish my sentence. <laughs> right? Uh, I would den? say the den. Yeah, I'd say the den as well a lot of those players but the ones that i do recognize we've never the four bottom four we've never seen them do trivia i think the den well here's the thing right now i want to say the den but also i think i think it i think it depends because i mean look at look at burnett's team burnett's team could be really good but like i mean you got ethan Irwin, you got alonzo duralde you got whitney seibold vigio drew sure 
Justin Crow. I don't know if he's ever played. Jenna Bush, Josh Quevedo, War the Warfather. Who the fuck's the Warfather? Like that's another rookie. You know, like War Warfather, James White. Like I mean, and James White is a good player, obviously, uh, in the fan leagues. But who knows? I don't know. I guess these teams that have but, a lot of rookies we don't know about. So I have questions about this draft. So okay. these well, are the only players that are playing for the whole season, no. or will they be able to get other people and trade you, other? Oh yeah, so you can trade and stuff during the season. Uh, people who are not on teams are still playing, even if you did not get drafted. You're still playing in the season. Oh, you're, okay. you're just not giving points to the teams because you like. Oh. If, I don't know if the number breakdown is out there, but there's like if you. Teams get points for winning singles matches, teams matches, and yeah. geek to match and Star Wars matches, and you get points for winning. You get points for participating in title shots. You get more points for winning title. Sh- Matt, like, there's a whole point breakdown somewhere. I don't know. Okay, it all. But even if you're not in a team, you can get picked up and dropped. I think at any time. I think they were talking about on backstage that if you have a team that loses twice, then they can mm-hmm. break up, but not before they lose twice. Hmm. Uh, so who I want to talk about, uh, Roxy's team real quick. This is the last thing I want to yeah. talk about with the draft. Yep. Same. Jeff Snyder, Mark Andreco, Alex Damon, Stacy Howard, mm. Mm. JTE. Yeah, I was curious about that one. What do they know that we don't? And uh, during the draft, I love they came out in round five, and Roxy was like, uh, Roxy brought Snyder up to announce it. And Snyder was like, I talked her into doing it. I'm bringing my ex in, JTE. <laughs> and, uh, or Josh the Engineer, JTE. That's so uh, funny. I mean, uh, but also, uh, Jared Haybon? Yeah. yeah. Inner Geekdom, yep. right? Yeah. I, I guess, how, I didn't watch his Inner Geekdom match. He's, he's you okay? He's not the he's, strongest, he's, but he's okay. He's decent. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I definitely don't think her team is the, weakest i think the weakest is the den and i think the weakest is the den with uh the burning droogs being a possibility for being a very weak team as well but we'll have to see where that goes yeah but i'm i'm curious about jte as a pick i think that's the like the biggest thing to come out of this is everybody going jte yeah. as a as a fifth round pick or is he gonna play because he moved across the country yeah he's a he's back isn't he from he I think he's in Boston or something. Is he from Boston? Yeah, but it's not like he was picked as a round nine or round ten pick, right? Where it's like we're just finishing out our team and we're like, yeah, sure, we'll was... throw JTE yeah. in there in case. Yeah. A round five pick. So he was one of the picks that had to happen, right? He was in yeah. the first eight. The first well, eight picks had to happen, or they had to be filled up. Yeah, and he was. Well, here's, I think it's here's weird. the here's the thing about the. Uh, people in distance uh robert parker is from wisconsin he has to fly to california to do his matches so he has mm-hmm. to go back and forth between two different uh places so i don't think it's a problem with that if, if, if jt is not in california he can easily fly there come back whatever but i yeah but i also think that robert parker isn't one of the main isn't going to end up being a main member of the dungeon like he's obviously a main member of the dungeon i i don't think robert robert parker will be on the same level as like in terms of Could focus be. in the dungeon as kevin Could. smith eric zipper uh you know you never know right off the bat he's right off the bat learn well, yeah, yeah. grow to be right I, I don't think kaiser's gonna put the focus on him robert parker 
that yeah. he will put on Kevin Smets or Eric Zipper. Whereas, yeah. obviously, the focus is going to be on Snyder and Andrejko for Roxy. We know that. And right. Alex Damon, obviously, as he already has the belt and is probably yeah. never going to lose it, let's be honest. I, <laughs> I guess maybe, you know, Kennard Scrimshaw could take it, but I, I'm not sure Alex Damon will ever lose the belt, to be completely honest mm. with you. Uh, I feel like JTE is a big, a really big name that is also a question mark of whether they'll play. Because everywhere else that there's big names, you know that, like, yeah, they're going to play. Hmm. If, you know what I mean? If that makes any sense. I don't know. I think um, I think it's fascinating to be sure, and I'm really excited to see how it plays out. But just that JTE pick, I want to know what they know that we don't. Hmm. I don't know. JTE oh. has been living on Snyder's couch for the last. Yes. <laughs> he didn't move back. He didn't move back. He's been he's been living on that couch. Snyder is trying to sell the couch so that he can get rid of JTE. <laughs> <laughs> all right, is that is that everything for the uh, short on? That's all I got. That's yeah, all I got too. Down. All right. Um. So obviously, in the last two weeks, we had the Golden Globes happened Woo! and the Oscar nominations happened. Did you guys I mean, watch the Golden Globes? Oh, I did. I think you and I were kind of talking about it as it was happening, a little bit. I watched most of it, and then I had to go to bed. <laughs> uh, I watched it. It was fine. Whatever. Uh, I uh, do you have anything really specifically you want to talk about with the Golden Globes? Because to be honest, I mean, um, they happened. Well, they were a thing. So, like, I have them in correlation to, like, what I want to talk about with the Oscars. So, like, just as much as, like, the winners. So, like, obviously, Golden Globes splits it up. Best uh, drama, best comedy, actor, actress, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And the two best... It often goes that way. Like, the people that win for the comedy or musical don't win the Oscar or don't even get nominated. And that's what happened. Aquafina won. Didn't get nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Taron Egerton, which, oh, okay. Here's my rant. We'll talk about, well, hang on. Let's talk about the Oscars okay. later. Cause I do want to do something with the Oscars. Okay. Okay. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, just the, I was fine. Obviously I was fine with the people that won. I was really happy that Tara Egerton won. Kind of mm-hmm. came out later that him and Elton John hosted a party for all of the Globe members before. Really? Yes. <laughs> I saw an article about that, so that kind of oh, makes sense. Okay. But <laughs> I think his performance, uh, was good, was good. So, you know, um, anyway, um, it was, it was fine. I like Ricky Gervais. I didn't think he said people were like freaking out and, I was like, okay, that's just the kind of stuff he said yeah. all the times he's hosted. I think it's funny that they came out like a week later and was like, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler are hosting next year. <laughs> yeah. Already. I was like, what? <laughs> like, um, yeah. I guess so. It was fun. It's always fun to see celebrities like, oh, it's that person I like. And oh, it's that person. But I don't know. What did you yeah. think, Sean or Mike? <laughs> I really don't have any. I want to talk. All the stuff I want to talk about is with the Oscars. I don't have many thoughts right. on the Golden Globes, to be honest. So, Mike, do you have any thoughts on the Golden Globes? Uh, I'm actually pretty surprised that Missing Link won for Best Animated Feature. Yeah. That came out of nowhere. That was a surprise. That was yeah, probably the biggest shock. I haven't I seen it. Yeah. I haven't seen it either. I don't think a yeah, lot of people have seen it. That's why it's such a surprise, because nobody's seen it. I need to actually <laughs> look back at the Golden Globes wins and see who... I... Uh, was uh, I want to see if there's anything that's more? 
Fucking, the Golden Globes makes no sense to begin with. Because Once Upon a Time in Hollywood being a musical, a comedy category film is just stupid. Uh, I haven't seen it, so I can't. Uh, well, it's not a fucking musical or comedy. So uh, it's that's... not a comedy. Well, obviously, it's not I mean, a it's funny because it's Quentin. Was Tarantino. The Martian a comedy and it won Best Comedy? No, <laughs> I would one. I agree, <laughs> but I think The Martian has a stronger argument than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Well, I haven't seen uh, this. I can't say that, but uh... yeah, I'm looking at it right now as well. Uh, I-, I went up to their website and found it. Uh, Renee Zellweger, I haven't seen Judy, but I mean, I've heard. Great. Joaquin, obviously that makes sense. Uh, I'm just scrolling through here to see more. Aquafina, yeah, I thought that, I thought I was surprised by that, but obviously very deserving. Taron Egerton, again, I was surprised by that, but again, very des- deserving. Uh, Laura Dern, got that. Brad Pitt, makes sense. Uh, I'm, su- I'm actually kind of surprised that Laura Dern is like the front runner for all these, the awards for that, which I mean, like, it's a great, great performance. Well, so, natural that i'm like oh she's not acting you know what i mean it's like one of those performances that doesn't look like she's acting but like she really is i mean okay uh, which so is the best but we'll talk about the oscars i don't think she's the front runner for the oscars i mean mm. the category in the golden globes was laura dern marriage story margot robbie bombshell kathy bates richard jewel annette benning the report and jennifer lopez for hustlers so uh, I think the category she's in for the act- for the Oscars well, is a much still, tougher category. There's still two two of them crossover. There's three of them that crossover. I think Kathy Bates, her, and Margot Robbie crossover. But I think Florence Pugh is a big. We'll talk about the Oscars in a minute. Okay, I um, haven't seen Little Woman yet, but Sam, uh, Sam Mendes anyway. getting nominated or winning Best Director, I thought was a little surprising. Uh, Who did you think was going to win the gold? Uh, I thought Bong Joon Ho or Scorsese. Mm. But Tim Anderson, oh, having seen 1917 since the Golden Globes, 100% agree with that decision. Oh, yeah. I just watched it two hours ago, and we'll talk about it. But, yeah, uh, we will. Uh, that makes sense. Literally just that makes sense. It. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else in here that was surprising. Yeah, nothing else in here was surprising for me. So, so let's talk Oscar nominations. Yeah, let's run down the list. Let's, uh, I've got the Oscar nominees up right now. I'll link you guys okay. to them if you want to see them. Uh, let's, let's hit like so the bigger categories. We don't have to go through them all. Um, okay, best documentary. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> let's start, let's get started at the top. Best picture. Uh, 4B Ferrari. Uh, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite. Have you seen all of them? Uh, yes. I was shocked to see Ford v. Ferrari make it in here. Really? I I loved Ford v. Ferrari. I haven't seen it. I loved it. I did not expect it to get a Best Picture. It seems like the, and I see all the jokes on Twitter, like, it's the dad movie. Like yeah, it's, it was the dad movie. The it dad, like, like movie. Green Book last year, like, this is this year's dad movie. <laughs> like, Yeah, I guess, I was surprised, I did not, I saw the movie, I loved it, I did not think that it was, and maybe it's just because it came out, I saw it, and then I saw most of the rest of these movies afterwards, mm-hmm. uh, that, like, I got overwhelmed. Because Ford Ferrari, like, it was my number seven of the year. So, like, deserving of a Best Picture, not in my opinion. I don't think it'll win. But I was just surprised to see it up there. What did you guys think of the Best Picture nods? Or noms? Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> uh, they're they're justified. They, they are. Yeah. They're, they're, they are where they are. For sure. Um, I'm upset one isn't there, but, you know. <laughs> it's, oh. it's fine. We'll get into it. I think the farewell should have been up there, to be honest. Yes, I did that. Yeah, they got ten slots. 
Yeah, they should have put it in there. I'm just saying. Uh, who do you guys think is going to win? There was definitely ten movies that could have been nominated. Yes. Like that's what's. I so, don't. I'll say. Go ahead. 1917 or Joker will win, but I want Mary. I hope, jo- I hope Joker doesn't win. I don't want no, Joker. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want Joker to win either. But I would like 1917. So, like, I feel like either Sam Mendes is going to win Best Director and not win he, Best Picture, yeah. or he's going to win Best Picture and Bond John John Ho is going to win Best Director. Mm, okay. Like, I think it will. I don't think they're going to give Sam Mendes both. Like, I don't think they'd give him Best Director and Best Picture, which I think mm. he deserves it because I mean, I honestly think this is a perfect movie. Um, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. But I, I. I don't know. It's so hard. I haven't seen all these movies, but from what I've heard and all the reviews, like they're all, there isn't one that seems like, like last year, there was some that people are like, how did that get nominated? Like, you know, there's nothing on here that I'm like, how did that, any of these could win. And I think it'd be fair. I, 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 I did not like Joker, but. Uh, the reasons that I dislike Joker does not overshadow the good parts of Joker, and I think yes. the good parts of Joker on their own merit a Best Picture nomination. But I so, don't think it's the best one to win Best Picture. I I agree. I think because I mean I don't think be it's honest, the best picture. My what I personally believe is that it should be either Marriage Story, Parasite, mm. or 1917. But yeah, I think it's going to be either 1917 or Joker. I I would be shocked if Parasite won. Even though I, I don't think, think Parasite probably the most deserving. It will win probably best international film they're calling. Oh, hundred percent best foreign film. Oh, is it now international? It's international film or something. Is it international like language film? I, it's, not, it's something like that. Okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah they changed it this year. It's international feature film. So I know a lot of people are talking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, kind of how they like the uh, Academy likes to give it to like. Look at us, we're making movies kind of movies, but you yeah. don't think I don't think so, no. Do you think he'll get was it nominated for screenplay? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was was he it depends on the category. Uh we'll get down to screenplay in a little bit. Okay. In, I'm just trying I do to see, run like, through this. Do you think it's this is gonna be one of those years that one movie runs away with everything or everything's gonna no, I don't think so. split up? Because I think if that happens people will flip their shit. And I, if I think it's like uh, Joker like jo- Joker and 1917 I and Joker, no. I, something else were the most nominated. I forget what the other one was. Why? But you don't yeah. think like 1917 going to win all the technical no. or Joker's going to win all this. Like it's going to be no, all kind of so. split up. I, I think they're going to pass the words around. Yeah. And that's fun to watch. Like I yeah. like it personally better when it's split up and it's not like the one like mad max won like every award the one year it was like okay this is fun but let's see other stuff all right mike who do you think of these nine i I think 1917 will be the giveaway i agree all right actors in a leading role uh antonio banderas pain and glory Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Adam Driver, Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix, Joker, Jonathan Price, The Two Popes. Popes. I think it's between Adam Driver and Joaquin. I think Joaquin's going to win, but I'd like Adam to win. 
I, I, uh, I'd be fine with either of them winning. I don't care who wins. I think it's, but I think it's their race. I think, I think Leo is great in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but I just, I don't see the same buzz for him that I see for Adam he won his and Oscar. Joaquin. Yeah. He won. Yeah. Good. He won his one Oscar. I'm terrified <laughs> yeah. because I saw a picture of Leo hugging Adam and I was like, you just passed that goddamn curse on, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Adam's never going to win a fucking Oscar. Is he? Well, he was nominated for his first one last year. Yeah. Best supporting. Yeah. But this is his first, I think, Lead. I would like to see um, Joaquin walk away with it just because he's been nominated a couple mm-hmm. of times. But even though he hates award shows and stuff like that, yeah. so I want to see that speech and if he actually shows up. <laughs> um, show. But I also, like, I just love Adam Driver. I think he's just so talented and so amazing. And I think yeah. that it's the story of, like, the the newer comer and, like, the person that's been yeah. around for years, like in years and years, and like grew up in this industry. What I'll say about Adam versus Joaquin in this, I just think Adam's performance was something that I think I think the nature of the of the character is what almost uh, uh, puts Adam over Joaquin for me, just because I think that I found Adam's character to be more relatable. And well, to just yeah. be more, well, obviously, oh, yeah. Well, no, but well, oh, to be fucking frank, they spent a whole lot of time trying to make Joker a very relatable character, yeah. and that is one of the reasons I do not like that movie. Yes, but um, I think Adam Driver is just—I think you can feel that character more. I think it's—it's it's something that, like, I feel like I could walk into that person on the street more than. I'd walk into Arthur Fleck on it's this. It's very realistic. Yes, the and I think that's just—I so think that's just why I put him over personally. Again, either one wins, yeah. I don't care. But personally, for me, I just think that it, to play a character that, like, I feel like I just is a person like that I would yeah. run into. I just feel like that's such so impressive. That's hard. Yeah, exactly. It's really hard. Well, what do you guys think, uh, Mike? I think Sarah, you said Joker uh, or Joaquin. Mike, who do you think? Uh, you guys made a compelling argument with that. I was thinking Leo, but um, Adam Driver could easily take it. Um, I haven't seen the two posts, but I'm hearing stuff about Jonathan Price as well. He's a veteran actor, so I don't know. Love could be. Him. Yeah, I don't think he's gonna win. My now. high sparrow. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> uh are we gonna talk about like snubs and stuff at the end uh you if you have a snub in the category bring it up when we're talking about the category okay let's talk about it baby who's <laughs> your snub here tara negerton oh okay they gotta okay. Up the, they gotta up the number of nominees they got up the up okay so i under like this year is super hard like to i would i haven't seen the two popes but i would just probably kick them off no offense Sure. <laughs> um, just, I, yeah. I, I'm gonna be honest. Um, okay, I'm gonna do a quick rant about this. I already ranted about this to my husband. I'm very passionate <laughs> about this. Um, okay. I probably biasly love Rocket Man. I think it's a great movie. Um, I like haven't rewatched it since I saw it in the theater, so I was sit down and rewatch it because I don't want to just think in my head it's great and it really isn't. And, um, it's still great <laughs> like it's still great the performance the movie itself isn't as like magical as like when i first watched it which that's fine it it doesn't often hold up but his performance is so good and for me like i understand like 
it doesn't really match up to some of these other like more grounded performances that they were uh this oscar whatever um and his is the more i mean it's elton john like he's out there and flamboyant and stuff like that but like he's has to sing he's actually singing mm-hmm. he's actually doing all these dances and if you look at it like this is a movie musical like i hold it up against like la la land too where like ryan goslin and emma stone got all this stuff for doing dancing and singing and acting and he's doing the same thing and this is even more like it's literally a broadly musical like it's just more magical and all this crap and for me i think i just get pissed off when i think about like freaking rami malik won last year which i really like bohemian rhapsody i really like his performance but i personally just think taron egerton's performance is a lot better (laughs) and that's just what kind of takes me off that like it didn't even get any recognition recognition except for golden globes but that could have been who he knew and stuff like that um and elton john um being in his corner but for like and a lot of the arguments are like oh it came out in may and it it just it came out too soon which i'm like yeah or it came out too soon after bohemian rhapsody and they already did i I think too soon I think it, I think it came out too soon and that really takes me off and I am proud of them for like trying to push him, but I just would have liked to seen it because I think it's one of those performances that if it did come out in October, it would have been nominated. Like if it came out in the November slot yeah. that Bohemian Rhapsody did, it would have been nominated yeah. and that it just kind of takes me off, but yeah. Um, and also I would have liked to see Adam Sandler in there. I didn't see the movie, 100%. but hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Adam Sandler was a hundred percent snubbed. I saw Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems was snubbed everywhere. It yeah. should have been nominated for Best Picture. I take Ford versus Ferrari out. I'd put in Uncut Gems. Yeah. Did you see the tweet? It's like I don't know who yeah. tweeted it, but it's the little clip Wait. from um fifth. Uh, I think it's Fifty First Dates when he's on the boat and he's singing like "Wouldn't well, it be nice if it was bad?" And he's like, "You freaking bastard!" Yeah. <laughs> and it's like when he didn't get nominated. Like, oh my god. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> 100% he was snubbed. Uh, okay, uh, let's go to actors in a leading role. Let's let's fly through these unless you've got snubs to talk about. Um, Cynthia, Cynthia Erivo, Harriet, Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story, Saoirse Ronan, Little Women, Charlize Theron, Bombshell, Renee Zellweger, Judy. Mike, who do you think? Uh, ooh, ooh. I think Charisse Theron. Charlize Theron? Yeah, I think Bombshell is gonna be okay because she did a really, really good. Yeah, fucking, fucking good. I haven't seen it. It's fantastic. I really. Oh, like she, it. she, she embraces the role and her she voice and the look. Like she is it. Like that's. I was like, damn it, it's so good. Uh, Sarah, wh- who do you think? I have no. I've only seen Marriage Story. Okay. This. Uh, my parents saw Harriet and really liked it. So okay. there we go. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, um, I w- I'm gonna go with Renee. Okay. Just because that's what the buzz is right now, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised okay. if by Oscar that that dies down and it moves on to Charlize or someone else. Cause that's what tends to happen. Uh, um, I could see almost any one of these people winning. Yeah. Um, true. I would, I would agree with Mike. I think Charlize, 
uh, uh, is who I would vote for. I think it's a performance of the same vein uh, as when a lot of people recently have won, like when we talk about Christian Bale winning uh, yeah. for Darkest Hour. Yeah, he won for Darkest Hour, right? Or did he win for Vice? Did he win for right. Vice? Wait, Darkest was, Hour could, is was uh, Gary Old. Omen. Gary Oldman. So Gary Oldman won, oh, and then Chris Bale won. Yeah, that's yeah. Chris Bale didn't win. He didn't win. No. What the fuck? <laughs> For last year, right? No, that was two years ago, right? Darkest Vice Hour was last year. D- 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 yeah, but that was that was Christian Bale. Yes, he didn't win. He didn't. That oh yeah, because Rami Malek won. Bullshit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thank but- you. Uh, again, this. But my point stands that this performance is in the vein of. Gary Oldman, that's how good that performance is that I did not yeah. know who played him. Uh, Gary Oldman as Churchill in Darkest Hour, which I think yep. he did win for that. Um, he did. Christian Bale for Vice, and uh, I, to be fair, Rami Malek is really good as Freddie Mercury. It is in True. the same vein as that performance. I Fucking, that should have been Christian Bale. That's bullshit. But, um... <laughs> should have been Bradley Cooper, but you know what's fine. Should have been Bradley Cooper. You're fucking right. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> fucking... Aquafina should have been on this list to be completely yes. frank with that's you. That's a snub. Yep, I'm that's so a snub. Completely snub. Yep, yep. Uh, I'm so upset about it. <laughs> anything else in the actress in a leading role? Nah. Nope. No. Right. Very quickly, talk about actor in a supporting role. I don't think there are any snubs here. Uh, Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Anthony Hopkins, Two Popes, Al Pacino, Irishman, Joe Pesci, The Irishman, Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I would put it to Al Pacino in The Irishman. I think. I think Joe really? Pesci's role was a little too small because I think it's between the two of them, and I really? think Al Pacino you don't just think had it's a between Brad Pitt. I think Brad Pitt is good in that movie, but I, I wouldn't. No, I was gonna say but... Brad Pitt's not like that performance yeah. was good, but I don't think it was, was a powerhouse gonna... in the way that Pacino is in The Irishman. I was gonna say Tom yeah. Hanks. I was gonna say I Tom, think Tom Hanks, Hanks man, is really good as well. But I think again, I don't, I don't think he'll win. I, I don't think, think he comes. Have seen it. I just think that it comes down to Al Pacino having the media role in Irishman. I think I haven't seen yeah. the two popes, so I right. don't know how big of a role Anthony Hopkins has. But of Tom <laughs> Hanks, Al Pacino, Joe, Joe Pesci, and Brad Pitt, Al Pacino is almost a second lead in The right. Irishman. He's got a massive role in that movie. So is Tom Hanks in. Uh, Tom Hanks has a small role in A Beautiful uh, Day in the Neighborhood. I was the majority of it. Uh, he's. I would say that he is. But it's, but it's still, it's not the screen time. He's fantastic, but I don't think that movie's like, I don't know. Do you think he got nominated just because he's Tom Hanks and because he's beloved? But do you realize he has not been nominated since Castaway in 2001? I think he got nominated because he's Tom Hanks and he's playing Fred Rogers and we just had the big hubba with, uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor? What was that, last year or the year before? It is a good performance. It's a very good performance. 100% a deserved And I love that movie. And I love the movie as well. Yeah. Deserve nomination. I just don't think that he has the same amount of of support. Us, of support of, of support in the movie itself. I just don't think the character has uh, as much okay. to do as Al Pacino does in the Irishman. I just think yeah. Al, Al Pacino had more of a chance to show right. off than anybody right. else in this right. in this yeah. list. You got me. I, I I still think it might be a surprise, and Brad Pitt might win. I think the two Irishmen might cancel each other out, but we'll see. That's fair. What do you think, Mike? No, you got you convinced me totally on with Al Pacino. So, uh, I'm just gonna say it now because it's gonna it would come up if I brought it up every time. It would every time nominee for these categories has to go up. 
the yes. amount of nominees. It has yeah, to go up. True. I um, also feel like the race this year is very open. Like, I don't feel yeah. like there is one person I'm like, oh, yes. Like, it could be any of these people, honestly. Uh, actress in a supporting role. All right. Kathy Bates, Richard Jewell, Laura Dern, Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh, Little Women. Yep. Margot Robbie, Bombshell. So many snubs in this category. So many snubs. Honestly, uh, Scarlett Johansson's fantastic in Jojo Rabbit. I'd take her out. I'd put Thomas and McKenzie in for Jojo Rabbit. That's what I've yeah. um, I yeah. think, I, I just think in that movie, but I just think, again, nominee has to go up. Who in here stands out to you guys? I've only seen Marriage Story, so I don't. Lord, um, Mike, I love Florence Pugh, so just give it to her. <laughs> like, I will say, since I'm going with, I think, because if I'm going for Sharice Theron for Bombshell for leading mm-hmm. actor, I'm going to go Margot Robbie for Bombshell okay. with supporting because Bombshell is a very fucking good film of the year. Like, it good. is. It was really good, and I hope it just wins for the Oscars for sure. So I'm going all in. I'm in the bombshell. I am so. going to. I'm going to say again, like I said for the last court category, I really like Margot Robbie in that movie, and I think she has a couple of really good scenes in that movie. Uh, I think Florence Pugh is a bigger part of Little Women, and Scarlett Johansson is a bigger part of Jojo Rabbit. True, uh, true. It's down to those two. Uh, I, I haven't seen Richard Jewell, so Kathy Bates maybe. Uh. That's totally a possibility. Not Laura Dern. Um, I think she won the Golden Globe. I don't think she's going to get the Oscar. I would be I fine with it. I think she's good in it. But she's uh, very good. Uh, yeah. I think it's between. I, I having not seen Richard Jewell, I would put it between Florence Pugh or Scarlett Johansson, with Kathy Bates being just a wild horse that I have nothing about. I know nothing right. about. But I would put the edge to Florence Pugh. Uh, I was not a massive Florence Pugh fan because I've not seen Midsommar or. Uh, fighting with my family. Fighting with my family. Oh, she's so good. I yeah, fell she's... in love with Florence Pugh off of Little Women Alone. Like, oh, she's good. She was also she... in The Outlaw King that came out last year. Okay. And that's the first thing I, I saw her in. And I was like, this girl's going to be a star. Like, she's fantastic. Yeah. She's so yeah, good. She... Yeah, she might win her Oscar here, maybe. I'm I'm I... hoping for that. She, I she's she's a... the best, like, year of any, like, career. Yeah. Like, that's insane. Well, Adam Driver. Adam Driver too. Yeah, but True. Adam Driver, like this is her like most recognized that's kind fair. of that's year, fair. and she already got nominated. 20, yeah, like so, yeah. yeah, like that's crazy. God, that scene in Little Women. I want to be great or I want to be nothing. Oh fuck, so good. She's so good in that movie. Uh, anything else in the category? Don't spoil it. That's in the trailer. No. I know. Okay. Uh, let's hit a couple more animated feature film. How to Train Your Dragon: The Hidden World. I Lost My Body. Klaus. Toy Story Four. The Missing Link. Or missing link. I haven't seen no Frozen two. No yeah, Frozen that's two. A, I that's a shock. I, I would no. Frozen two over Toy Story four. Yeah, I I like Toy Story four, but I, like I think it too, it's but... just a nostalgia getting it nominated. Honestly. If you, I think it's I think it's a deserving nomination on its own. But Dude. when Frozen two exists, I would have put Frozen two over. Um, Toy Story 4. I haven't seen Missing Link. I haven't seen I Lost My Body or Klaus. So I can't really comment on those. For me, oh. the Dragon, The Hidden World is my yeah, I can't comment. hands down pick. Mike I know Josh. Made, uh, so. I know Josh will love How I Train a Dragon to win because that was his favorite. I love that movie. Such a he, good movie. He, he loves it so much. I would like that movie to win just because at the end. it sounds like a good movie. Kla- fuck. Klaus is a good fucking good. movie. I, yes. I believe you. I believe yes. You. 
it is, it is a new Christmas tradition. It is so, it's 2D okay. animation. And yeah, if you saw the, gorgeous. yes, it's gorgeous. And if you saw the reaction when the, the cast, the crew who made the movie saw the nominations, they were freaking mm-hmm. out. They were so happy because Aww. they weren't expected to be nominated. So I'm rooting for Klaus to win for this. I, uh, I'm okay with that. I haven't seen it. I, I'd have to see it before I tell you if I'm okay with it because I really loved How to Train Your Dragon. I know. I'm also a big fan of the How to Train Your Dragon series. I kind of think sure. that they're the current generation's Toy Story. Hmm. Um, okay. What Toy Story was to like, I kind of think us, even though we're not all in the same generation, but I think what Toy Story was to like us, How to Train Your Dragon is kind of that thing to the newer generation, mm-hmm. uh, the younger younger people, but that's all I have for animated feature film. I take Toy Story 4 out, put Frozen 2 in. Mm-hmm. Uh, any thoughts on that before we move on? Nope. Nope. Uh, let's skip over cinematography. Let's skip over costume design. Alright, directing. Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, Todd Phillips for Joker, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Sam Mendes for 1917, Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Right off the bat, Sarah, what are you thinking? Um... I already said I think it would be Sam Mendes or Bond. I can't say his name. Um, or it's surprise it could be Martin Scorsese, kind of as a legacy pick. Mm-hmm. Um, just because like I don't understand how this man directed a three and a half hour movie. Yes. That's crazy <laughs> to me. Yeah. Um, but I'm... I think I think Sam Mendes is definitely deserving. Uh, I agree. Just. Yeah, and I also think it's going to win cinematography. Uh, yeah. Just real quick, I just skipped over it because I thought 1917 was the obvious. It's, it's it has yeah. to. it literally has to. <laughs> I don't either. Uh, you could make an argument for Joker, but I just think I uh, nope. <laughs> I think 1917. Um, it has to. Mike, what are you thinking in the directing category? Uh, Sam Mendes, but I would love a surprise come out. Todd Phillips for Joker. Mm. Really? Okay. Don't think it will happen. Uh, but I would ahead. very much enjoy not seeing Todd Phillips win. But that's because <laughs> I don't like Todd Phillips. I think, sure, he's deserving of the nomination. To be completely fucking frank, Greta Gerwig not getting in, but Todd yes. Phillips is fucking disgusting. Um, yes, or even Lulu Wang, fucking whatever. Um, uh, Todd Phillips, if he wins, whatever, I guess. I get, I, people fucking love I the don't think direction. I don't think he will. I, I think I just don't like him as a person so i think that clouds my judgment i just think like when the movie came out and he was like you're not allowed to be funny anymore it was like shut the fuck up and get out of here because you're allowed to be funny still you're fucking stupid like i'm sorry that just made me so mad because we've had so many good comedies this year and we keep getting good comedies fucking we'll talk about it we can talk about already best picture a movie about a kid who's in the fucking nazi youth group got nominated for best picture. So you can yeah. still be fucking funny. You just can't be offensive for offensive sake. And you can't make dick jokes for two and a half hours and expect people to fucking love it. So but I really like the hangover. So <laughs> sorry. Yeah, fucking the hangover is fine. But like to be like, you can't make comedy anymore is fucking absurd. Also his uh, jokes, the jokes in the hangover. Ooh, do not age well. So. Yeah. I'm just, I'm sorry. I, I that's anyway, probably clouding my judgment. Who's your director, Sean? I think anybody here could win. Uh, yeah, honestly. I would probably edge it out with Martin Scorsese, Sam Mendes, and Bong Joon Ho. Yeah. I think the three of them are my leads. I think Martin Scorsese, I appreciate more and more as I get away from the Irishman because I just think the Irishman is such a mature story for him. Yeah. Uh, just because in what that story is all about, I really fucking loved that movie. Uh, oh, me Mendes, too. I loved I it. 
so deserving of it. Uh, I think the Irishman I grow on the further I get away from it. Mm. Bong Joon-ho, again, Parasite, very deserving of it. I think it could go to any three other people. I'd, I'd be completely fine. Uh, let's skip over documentary feature and short subject. Um, editing, I kind of think, to be honest, that 1917's a snub. Uh, yeah. It's such a different form of editing that it kind of deserves, deserves to at least be nominated, but, um, I don't really have anything to talk about in there unless you guys do. Yeah, I don't really have a lot to talk about, like, technical. Uh, yeah, I'm going down. I didn't think of Bombshell doesn't win makeup and hairstyling. That's insane. Uh, music, original score, I think it goes to Joker, or 1917. I really like the score in 1917, but I think I I like Joker's just a little bit more. I just think, I I, I think maybe it's because I haven't seen Joker since October. But man, that scene at the, it's in the trailer, but the scene that where he's running alongside the trench and the music swelling. Oh and, my God. It's uh, so, the, both movies no. use the score as a character. Yeah. Um, so it could, honestly, I'd be happy with it going to either of them. And I, I mean, I love the marriage story score yeah, so too. It's uh, so good. The only person on this list that I think is, here we go. Really fucking hot take. John Williams, I love him. This is a legacy nod. Oh yeah, uh, and that's what everyone's saying. Like I don't. Uh, was there anything new in this score? Like I didn't recognize. There was some new stuff, but none of the new stuff was very good. I mean, it was good, but it wasn't like comparing it to previous Star Wars work. And to be completely frank, again, I would have put Alan Silvestri in here for Endgame uh, over yeah, John Williams. I think Portals yeah. alone is an Oscar-worthy score because the. Dun, or the dun, 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 like the when they're all coming out of the portals. I don't know, but uh, Mike in the music original score category, who do you think? Uh, it I mm, the thing is, it could be uh Thomas Newman for 1917. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what we said. Yeah, yeah I think so it's either totally 1917 agree. or Joker. Uh. Original song, I haven't seen Rocket Man, so I can't talk about if I'm gonna love me again. Oh, uh, I've been singing it every day. <laughs> for me, so Into good. the Unknown. That's a good song. Just yeah. because I haven't seen Rocket Man. But to be frank, Into the Unknown isn't my favorite song in Frozen 2. I think Show Yourself is a better song. But, uh, anyway, I, I assume. Let Go 1, right? Like. I had to have, right? I'm pretty sure I let it go 1. I don't, I don't see a world where it didn't. Uh, Who sang Into the Unknown? Was it Indina Menzel again? Indina Menzel, yeah. Okay, so but she also ran. She also sang Show Yourself. Oh well, they're gonna have her come out and sing. Probably. Oh, hundred yeah, percent. Does this mean Elton John's gonna come out and sing? Because oh man. Um, I uh, I think uh, I would like to see that song win. I don't think it will, but I. You don't think it will? The. I when I'm gonna, know. or I'm gonna love me again. Cause I was, having not seen Rocket Man, I was thinking that was the only serious competition for Into the Unknown. It's, it's a good song. It is. Yeah. It's really good. Really and good. And it sounds like his older stuff, but it also sounds new at the same time. Like, it yep. is. Um, fits into the movie very, I didn't even know it was a brand new song when I first watched the movie. Like, I brought it up and my dad's like, I've never heard this song. And I was like, oh, it's new. That's, that's why it's their yep. Oscar consideration. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. All right. Probably. You guys have anything else in that category? Uh, no. Mm-mm. All right. I'm going to skip a bunch. I want to go to visual go effects just because I think this is funny. The Lion King. 
<laughs> the live action Lion King remake, you know? I know, we all know. It's like 99% visual effects. I think yeah. the shot at the beginning is the only real shot in the movie. But um, I think it's hilarious that the live action <laughs> Lion King movie is nominated for uh, best visual effects. Uh, Rise of Skywalker, really? Okay. It has yeah. some good visual effects. Sure. Uh, I think Endgame takes it. Endgame. I yeah. hope. Uh, I do want to talk about the writing ones real quick. Sure. Adapted screenplay. Uh, I've seen all but the two popes. I think <laughs> I think Joker's going to win, but I'm also going to shoot myself if Joker wins because I think the writing in that movie is, uh, uh, to be honest, embarrassing. But um, Irishman is it would the Irishman or Jojo Rabbit or Little Women? They're all so good because Little Women added the line that's in the trailer, um, where she's like, "Women, uh." Women, I'm tired of being told that women are supposed to be loving that because we're we're also we're smart and we're kind. And then there is an I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen Little Women, but there's an addition to that line at the very end that broke my fucking soul. Uh, but just that that's all new stuff that was written by Greta, or I think it's taken from other books. It's not taken from Little Women, but it's taken from other books that the writer of Little Women wrote. But mm. uh. It's new to Little Women, so I think that addition is great. So for me, Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, or Little Women are the the picks. Oh, what do you guys think? I agree. Yeah, I agree. I like to see Irishman. Okay, original screenplay. I think any of these are good, but come on, man! Oscar nominated writer Ryan Johnson. Oscar <laughs> nominated writer Ryan fucking Johnson. Oh my god! Fuck oh, you, all of the haters. Oscar. <laughs> nominated writer. Um, so I would Ryan like to see Marriage Johnson. Story win because I think sure. that movie's written Whatever. very Fun. well. <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> cut that rant. <laughs> no, it's good. No, but if I really like the Star Wars trilogy. It's gonna be from Oscar nominee Ryan Johnson. Oscar nominated <laughs> Ryan Johnson. I really like the script of Marriage Story. It feels like a play and I think that's really something like really unique. Um So I'd like to see that one win. Mike? Uh, out of the, god damn it, I, I thought, I would say once upon a time, just to be different. Fair. Uh, obviously I want Knives Out to win, but I'm also <laughs> oh. fine with Marriage Story or Parasite winning, because I think Parasite also is a brilliantly written movie. Hmm. Those are the Oscar nominees. We spent a lot of time talking we about Oscars and stuff. We a lot of time. We, yeah. Well, That's it's fine. fine. That's uh, the only important stuff. It's fine. Nothing else matters. Let's talk about some stuff that we've seen over the last couple of weeks or whatever. Uh, Sarah, we both saw 1917, so let's get that. Yeah, I just saw it like four hours ago. Yeah. What, <laughs> so, do you, what did you think? I'm fresh, baby. Um, okay, so I, uh, so obviously, like I've talked about before, my husband is currently in the military. Um, oh. so it was really cool to kind of watch this movie with him. And, um, he was super, he was the one that was like, I want to go see this movie. I wanted to see it too, but we, we, being married, you got to pick which movies you want to watch. So he was like, we're going to go to the theater and we're going to actually go watch this one. I was like, okay. Um, and like, he would lean over to me during the movie and be like, this is, uh, the realist, the most realistic war movie that he's ever seen. Um, and he watches a lot of them. 
And he said that the way that, like, the different, um, the sergeants or the corporals or the way they would talk to each other was so real. He's like, this is how we talk to each other every day. <laughs> like, okay. just the way, um, I think his name, I think Andrew Scott, who plays Moriarty in Sherlock, who I love. Yes, yes. He's in it for a brief scene. But he said the way that he would just talk and he was like, <laughs> the one guy, he walked past him, he's like, that guy's a fucking waste of space right now. <laughs> like, just the way they talk, he's like, he looks at me and he's like, oh my God. He's like, that's so real. <laughs> he's like, that's what they say to me. Uh, the, not to hit, but he's like, that's what they say to us all the time. Like, they just crack jokes and stuff. Um, I loved it. We both walked out. I, I loved it. I'm still in that kind of like shock kind of just watching it. Um, I said like watching it, I felt cold. Like I just okay. felt like the coldness of it and, um, just how brutal and grounded the whole thing mm-hmm. is. And a lot of reviews I've watched or I've watched or heard have been like, it's not just a gimmick movie. No, and it's not. It's the, not. it lived up to to the hype for me. Like I was really worried about it. It was great. It was perfect. Um right now I can't think of anything wrong with it. Also just the fact like you don't get tired of nope. the one shot, the track shot. It's just there's shots that I just don't know how they did this. There's beautiful shots which are to be expected um the performances are great i don't i think the one kid i think his name is george mckay i just looked yeah. it up my friend has a massive crush not the, yeah oh really yeah. not the kid that plays tommen in game of thrones but the other one <laughs> uh, the tall lanky one Wait, uh the kid I, who played tommen's in this movie yeah he's the other kid yeah what yeah, yeah. oh my god I yeah um yeah I think the the other kid I don't think he's getting enough talk. Uh mm-hmm. I thought his performance was fantastic. Okay. Like it Before, was Mike, have you seen the movie? Uh I Yeah, no, I uh... don't want to spoil okay. things cuz okay, I so did we not yeah. We did not know really the Here. story going in and there was No, no, no. We're not gonna, no, we're not going to talk about no, it, Mike. We'll talk about it later. No. Okay. Anybody. It's great if you don't yes. cuz you just just go along with this ride. Like if you don't know what's happening, you're uh-huh. like, "Where? What is going on?" <laughs> like, is yeah. okay. It's so, so good. Go ahead. Yes, I loved it. I'm gonna bring up a couple non-spoiler things, keeping it vague. Um, first of all, in my head, I can chart the entire journey that those boys went on. Yep. Um, because of the way that it's shot. Yep. Perfect. Um, second thing, without spoiling, I'm gonna talk about. I want to just list two scenes that I really, really loved. Um, the one that's later in the movie is the singing scene. Yes. Oh my god. Uh the way that it's shot, everything about it, it's perfect. Uh I was almost crying during it. I think I did. <laughs> but the scene that I cried out is that there's a death scene in this movie and I'm not going to say like what character or anything or even mm-hmm. if it's like an important character, if it's a background character, whatever. But I mean, there's a, a death war scene. Film, so obviously. It's a war scene, <laughs> but there's a death scene in this movie. Where I, in my head, like, I was fucking crying heavily by the end of it. But yeah, I was just going, they're not going to cut away. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I turned to my friend and I was like, because I saw it with my friend, and I was like, they're not going to cut away, are they? And he's like, no, I don't think they are. And they just, you watch, the camera stays on this person and you watch them die. And I don't and know it, how they did it. It's like, like, physically, the person that dies, you can see the color drain from their face yeah, as they're it, dying. It's, it's incredible. Like, Maybe the most haunting scene I saw last year. It is, I guess I saw it this year, but from movies last year. 
it's yeah it, there it's a lot like you're watching it and there's a lot going on and you just you feel like you feel it like you feel cold yeah. like you feel what they're going through and my husband like brought up that like you feel the tension like the music mm-hmm. does such a great job like this the the movie's put together so well we're like I didn't realize that there was a score until I needed to realize that there was uh-huh. music going on and then it would kind of fade away and come back in important parts. And my husband was like so impressed with when they would like run and they were doing different things. He's like the way that they're like breathing. He's like, that's how we breathe. Uh-huh. Like when we're right, he's like, that's how like you're just trained to breathe that way. And just the different sound effects, um, the editing and the sound mixing and stuff is so good. Mm-hmm. Like everything's just like perfect. Like I don't, it's I don't understand. <laughs> like yeah. it's just so good. It's so it's fun. Like it's fun to watch. You don't really know where it's gonna go, which is, which is fun. Because I feel like a lot mm-hmm. of time war movies can kind of, you kind of get maybe just overshadowed with like war. Like you know what I mean with like guns yeah. and violence and death and all this stuff. And like with this, like it hits you and then it kind of paces itself and then it hits you again like it's i don't know it's it's great (laughs) everyone needs to watch it and i didn't realize it was r until they asked for our ids (laughs) they're like can we see your id i'm like this movie's r (laughs) like i had i had no idea i completely did not know that um that's good okay so any other movies you guys have seen so far this year that you want to talk about real quick Nope. <laughs> nope. Mike, you seen anything? If we can talk television, we can talk television because uh, right, what have you watched on television? I, you haven't I, watched I, The Witcher. <laughs> I haven't seen The Witcher. I've seen the whole season, so someone established that. Already. We established that already. Um, I know a lot of people talk about it. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it eventually. We'll uh, we'll, we will actually all watch it together and just talk about it. There's one show that a lot of fans would probably be wondering what my thoughts are. Uh, season 12 of Doctor Who was oh. at New Year's um, part, part one and two. Uh, they're doing two-parter stories now this season. Um, oh, yes. I haven't seen episode three. Episode three is a, only a one-parter story, but okay. I've seen the first two episodes and I'm not going to spoil it, but if you didn't like the last season with Jodie Foss, jo- Jodie Whittaker, Whittaker, I was going to say Foster. I was like, it would have been a totally different, <laughs> different portrayal of the Doctor. Holy shit! Um, uh, Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor. Then you may or may not like this uh, premiere episode. Um, there's a twist in this one, a massive twist in in this uh, two-parter, uh, and it's. It's probably been spoiled online. It, everyone's talking about it, so uh, no idea. <laughs> um, it is it is a good twist, and it's just interesting they did this twist so early in the season. Yeah, um, it, the two part the, the, the two parter is okay. Um, it's interesting the way the story goes. Uh, it's called Spyfall. It's all about spies, you know, and going. D- undercover and something happens here and there. I'm not gonna... It's just... As a Doctor Who fan, I'm just not digging what they're going with these with the new season. I'm like, I love Jodie Whittaker as the Doctor. She's great. She's great. And the companions are great. But it's just like the stories and the writing is just not on par with the previous seasons. Mm-hmm. It's... it's mm, I might have to watch more of the season just to see how it goes, but 
it's a weak opening at most. Um, I, I will say still watch it because the twist in it is definitely worth watching because it's very compelling because the, the, the acting for one character in this episode is just so good. So I I've, talking about. I've been, but yeah, I've been watching television more, but okay. it's been a crazy couple of weeks. So, um, I do have a show that's not new. Oh, well, it's not new, but I've been okay, watching. Okay. So, um, this show is ending. Uh, it's on its 15th season. I am currently watching Supernatural from the beginning, baby. Oh, okay. Um, Ooh. we are on season six. We oh, started shit. probably about two months ago. So we, uh. <laughs> we flew through the first season took us a long time because it's, I was not into it. I was like, this is rough. And then once it started to kind of get into the overarching stories, I was like, okay, let's go. So we've just been watching like four episodes a day. Um, and it's, uh, it's a really good show. And I understand why this show has been on for <laughs> 15 seasons. And, uh, yeah, every time we end a season, I look at my husband and we do the Rick and Morty thing where Rick's like, nine more seasons, Morty, nine more seasons. Um, so we do that every time we end, we end a season and I'll be like, 10 more seasons, <laughs> 10 more seasons to go. Or like, the, like we got, done season five which was the whole i don't know if you guys watched it but no, season five is like the um basically i'm pretty sure they thought they were going to end the show at season five okay so they were wrapping up a bunch of storylines and it's literally the apocalypse <laughs> like they're okay. literally at the apocalypse and then they go on for not nine or ten more seasons nine ten more they go on for ten more seasons so i'm looking at my husband like Okay, <laughs> we got ten more seasons. I know, like this isn't the end, so I don't know where they're going with this. Uh, so it's it's good, it's fun. Um, and that's all I'm going to be watching for the next <laughs> couple more months. We're trying to catch up before it ends because it's currently airing their last season right now. So we're trying to catch up before it ends, which I think I can do it. So here we'll we go. keep us updated on that. And Mike, keep us updated on Doctor Who. I'm not I watching know. the new season. Because uh, I didn't like the last season, I liked Jody, but I didn't like yeah. I didn't like the individual I, that there was no serialized like story going on. Now, yeah. to be honest, I've, I know what twist you're talking about. It's intriguing to me, not intriguing enough that it brings me back to watch it, but intriguing enough that I want to hear your thoughts on it as the season progresses. So keep us updated on both of those things, you guys. I have watched five new movies, not 2020 releases. I haven't watched any 2020 releases yet, but five new movies. Um, it, so far this year to me, I just want to run through them really quickly. Uh, from like my least favorite, I, I've loved every movie that I've seen so far this year, but for my least favorite to favorite, uh, I watched Interstellar for the first time this year. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, I really liked that Matthew McConaughey, probably my best, his best performance I've seen him in. Oh, him just uh, crying is so. Uh, yeah. I've seen it memed so many times, but I'd never oh, seen it like right. in the original. Uh, right, scene, would, you haven't seen like the original yeah, source. I was of it. crying when it actually happened it's because so yeah. good. I was like, I'm gonna laugh at this because it's a meme on the internet. No. And like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's no, so it's so good. good. Uh, next was Dunkirk. I really liked Dunkirk. I as haven't well. seen it. Really liked Dunkirk. Oh, I have to watch it. Harry Styles, surprisingly good in it. I uh, I, cause I didn't know what to expect from him as an actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also watched Looper for the first time. Oh, oh yeah, I tell me about that. Love I love Looper. Ryan. Yeah, Looper I love is my Ryan favorite. So good. Looper. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. 
It's my uh, favorite Ray Johnson movie. It is. Where did I put it in mine? I have a list, obviously. Uh, but yeah, I loved it. Uh, I love making lists. Um, I, I, I loved it so much. I loved the story. I loved the monologue at the end. I saw, oh, fuck. I, he's such a good writer. Uh, it's, um, my third favorite Ryan Johnson movie. Uh, okay. Okay. It's above the brick, Jedi. below The Last Jedi, and then number one is Knives Out. Um, really? I think Knives Out is, I, th- I mean, it was my second favorite movie. That's true. I, it's i think it's a perfect movie uh because the concept whenever he does some fucking wild shit man i love it what he did with Brian, what he did with this fuck he's i love him so have much. you seen brothers bloom not yet it's the next one very good the next one yep uh I really like it. anyway but I, took, I took a break from ryan johnson to do nolan because mm-hmm. nolan has a movie coming out this year right uh and so i talk about it obviously i saw 1917 and my number one movie I've seen so far for the first time, this is going to be a shocker, uh, Inception. You've never seen Inception? I'd never seen Inception until... We just oh. watched that. That was our first movie of this year, was Inception. Holy... It's one of my favorite Fuck! Movies. Maybe one of my favorite movies of all time. To it's the point, so good. It passed The Dark Knight in my ranking of Nolan movies. Really? Uh, I like that movie more than The Dark... I was nice. not a Tom Hardy fan until he walked on screen said don't be afraid to dream a little bigger darling and then pulled out a grenade launcher and just boom oh, like, oh my god he's so in good in that movie yeah he fucking so kicks the chair out from Joseph Gordon-Levitt and oh yeah. man need a kick boom oh everybody in that movie is awesome Ellen Page Marion Cotillard oh my god oh the fucking scene when she killed herself it's raw. The oh movies. God, I, we literally just we rewatched it, and uh, I forgot how good it is. It's so good. It holds up so well. Hanging on to every goddamn word of that movie, every yeah. single fucking word in that movie, I was on the edge of my seat for, and I understood it for the most part while it was happening because of that. And my issue with Interstellar was that even though I was hanging on to every word that was yeah. being said, still because of like. It's such a high concept yeah. movie that even yeah. though I was hanging on to everywhere there was being, you still miss things. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Like, whereas with Inception, there was a bit of what the fuck is going on, but less of it since yeah. I was really enraptured by what was happening. Can um, I tell you that a boy that I dated once told me that his favorite movie was Interstellar, but he never actually watched the movie. He just <laughs> said he liked the concept and it sounded like the movie. Oh, the movie what the movie. fuck? <laughs> I will say with Interstellar. I was like, what? <laughs> I think the reason that it's the reason it's below Dark Knight Rises because it's my least favorite Nolan. The reason it's below Dark Knight Rises and Batman Begins for me is I think it's the ending. I think the ending was just not so much the the weird like time shit. Uh, this might be a really hot take. Matthew McConaughey's character should have died. Uh. I he felt did, like I don't even remember Interstellar no. to be honest. Interstellar, like they do the time shit. He saves humanity. It's so cool. I think that concept is so fascinating. And then he wakes up, and they're like, "It's cool. You you see your daughter again. You see yeah. now go be with your space girlfriend." And I was like, "I feel yeah. like I feel like this is too happy of an ending." I just, Mike, <laughs> what am I crazy? For, have you seen? Do you like Interstellar? Am I crazy for thinking that the ending is kind of drags it down for me? Yeah. I can see your point. I can see your point, and yeah, I think you, you, ah, uh, 
I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I can what? see your point. I can see your point, but I just I don't think that's. I think Nolan had it right on. That's fair. Like fucking look, I like hopeful movies and shit, so the ending works okay for me. And I I like. I'm not like that's a terrible ending, but I think like if I had written it, he would have died. Hmm. Uh, well, which I didn't write it, and that's for the best because holy fuck that movie. Uh, I loved the Matt Damon twist, by the way. I think a lot of people didn't, but I really fucking loved that. I was uh, anyway. <laughs> so movie trailers came out. Movie news. Let's let's do trailers. Definitely. I'm not. I'm honestly not sure. Is there anything? If you guys have anything you, in the news you want to talk you about, just want to but... each pick one news thing to yeah. talk about. Okay. Yeah, we'll each pick one news thing, but let's hit the trailers really quick. Let's yeah, start okay. at the top. Uh, New Mutant. What'd you guys think of that trailer? I Mike's... didn't see the new trailer, to be honest. Ooh, okay, then okay. Sarah, shut the fuck up. Mike, what'd you think? Whoa! <laughs> no, no. Uh, dude, it's back. It yeah, is. Yeah, I really liked it. I mean, it's, I will say it's not on the anticipated list. It's just my number 11 at most, but okay. that was a little sleep peek there. But yeah, this thing, I can't wait. If it comes out, I'm watching it because the yeah. tone. <laughs> I love that you said the look of it. Out. If this thing comes out. <laughs> When it comes out, if it comes out. No, I think if it comes out is the right. <laughs> I think you had it right there. <laughs> I know, I know, but I'm. It looks so. Oh man, oh man. Um, that movie is my. Where is that on my? Don't it tell on us. here. But it's not in my top ten. Um, my number thirty-two. But still, I really uh, am excited for it. Um, Have you seen the Birds of Prey trailer? Yes, I did. I was about to bring that up. Uh, really liked the Birds of Prey trailer. I really like what I'm seeing from this movie. I love the scene. I like Margot Robbie in this movie a lot more than I liked her in Suicide Squad. Uh, I'm excited for this. It'll probably, it, I mean, it'll definitely be the first superhero movie I see this year. Uh, what did you guys think of the Birds of Prey trailer? Go ahead, Mike. <laughs> okay, okay. I, uh, oh, this is a much better trailer. This, this sets up everything perfectly. It shows, I will admit Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie's accent is a little bit like, I feel like she's doing more of an accent in this one more than Suicide Squad. You can actually hear it a lot more. Um, But yeah, it's a great, the trailer sets everything up perfectly. You can understand what she's going through. And that, that one scene where she, uh, the guns are blazing and all of a sudden it hits the, the coke, the cocaine. and she starts, <laughs> yeah. and she starts sniffing, and she's like, she gets invigorated by it, and it yeah. starts batshit crazy. <laughs> oh man, it's so, I can't wait. I'm excited. Uh, the trailer that probably surprised everybody the most. Oh, I don't get to talk about uh, my my thoughts. Oh, oh, you've seen it? I thought you were telling him to go because you hadn't watched it. No, I didn't oh, like it. it. That's yeah, why. Oh, I did not like the trailer. Like it also could have been because it was like five o'clock in the morning when I watched it. So let's uh, be honest. Um, I don't know. I just don't like the accent. It just gets on my nerves. It's not. What is she doing? I just don't get I think it. That's supposed to be the thing, though. I, maybe I think it's, yeah. Is maybe it's a hot take too. I'm so over character movies, uh, female women. I'm so over it. I don't need this. Like, sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> I. I'm just like I'm not that type that girl that's like I don't know like I I I it's I don't know it's just not hitting it for me I'm gonna see it but we'll see I don't know uh, next the most surprising uh, trailer probably Morbius 
Yeah, Morbius. I did watch sure. this one. So that ending. Yeah, that that reveal. I had no excitement for this movie because I hated what them. reveal. <laughs> You're kidding, what? right? Are you kidding? The the teeth. Is that what we're talking about? No, nope. Sarah, Sarah. Michael Sarah. Keaton is at the end of the trailer. Oh shit! That reveal. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uh, so yeah. what? Hang on. Yeah. Okay. I was not excited at all for this movie. I hated Venom. Uh, I this like movie, Venom. I think, Venom. is what they wanted to do with Venom. It looks like it looks a lot darker. It looks because I think Venom is like half horror movie, half buddy comedy. And yeah, yeah, it is. It's a mess. It is. It's a mess. And I really hate it. Um, but this movie looks like it's that horror movie that they wanted. Um, and I think that looks fascinating. I think I'm not a big Jared Leto fan. Me really neither. like him in this role. Uh, I think he looks. He's great. just playing himself. <laughs> what? <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, I watched this trailer and I was like, "This is Jared Leto's life. <laughs> like, this is just a." Oh yeah, he's a vampire. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, MCU adjacent, I guess. Interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, that's uh, that's part. This is the part of the new deal between Sony and Marvel now. That's all uh, I care about. <laughs> so, it's so Sony's Marvel universe is kind of connecting back to MCU. So we're gonna have a lot of like characters and things from hope, each other's universe. Well, I really hope it doesn't connect back. I hope that they take from the MCU and give nothing back. Oh, to so do you want to see none of these uh, characters in the MCU? Dude, if, I uh, unless Venom Two is the best movie Venom. of this year, I don't. I That's don't want to see him year. ever. It's yeah. coming out this year too. Yeah, yep. crap. So, I got put yeah. on my list. <laughs> uh, what do you <laughs> think about so... the MCU tying in, Sarah? Um, sure. <laughs> okay. I don't know how it's gonna work, but I mean, we don't. We don't know what these new MCU characters are like yet either, so it could work. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. My only issue with the trailer is that there's a poster in the background of Spider-Man with Murderer written on it. It's the wrong Spider-Man. I know. It's Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man suit, not Tom Holland's. Really? Which, to be honest, that made me think, like, I was talking to Josh about this, and we agreed that this was, a, like, crazy and out of there. But I was thinking, what if this is a new universe where they just bring in, like actors or not even actors but like uh if they take different looks from different things that have come before so like michael keaton is playing the vulture in this universe we get a new spider-man but or even tom holland comes in and plays spider-man but tom holland wears the raimi suit and it's not the tom holland from the mcu and like you could have uh fucking uh mahershala ali play prowler but it's the prowler like, like playing Prowler like he plays him in Into the Spider-Verse. And, like, they take something from, like... I mean, I, I was thinking, like, what if it's all okay, this crazy shit? But I think that'd be really fucking cool if they could take, like, the wow. best parts of You're all of the them way too much credit, Sean. No, but no, but it's just that they were lazy and they were like, fuck it, take it from the video yeah, game, whatever. It's just, I think it's just a placeholder. I think they're going to fix it for the film by then. Yeah. But even then, if they don't, it doesn't fucking matter. It's a poster in the background. I know. Uh, it's a simple thing in the background, for sure. Um, Black Widow. Trailers? There were two oh. more. The I Black Widow special anymore. look. I liked it. I think it was yeah. more of what we've seen. Any, any more Taskmaster? Ma- more Taskmaster? I'm excited for Taskmaster. I'm going to see this so, movie so I don't have to watch any more There's not a dude in that suit, right? It's totally... So, it's did totally you hear what the, th- th- what the theory is about this? Is What is it? They said that Taskmaster could be a clone. Now, I, I, I think it's either Florence Pugh or Rachel Weisz. Because the exact movements when they both hop up are the same as well, Black Widow. But that's Taskmaster's whole thing. 
is that True. Taskmaster completely replicates the fighting styles and stuff of the opponent. Hmm. True. Uh, so I, I think it's either Florence Pugh or Rachel Vice under that mask. I think Florence yeah. Pugh is being set up as the new Black Widow, so I think that it's not her under the mask. I think it's Rachel Vice because she's like older, right? And I don't think they're going to make her a new Black Widow. But also, I don't want to see Florence Pugh get stuck into the MCU as a Black Widow. Kind of done with Black Widow. Don't need another one. So right. uh, I'd kind of prefer it to be her under the helmet. But whoever's under the helmet, it's fine. I just definitely think that's not a dude. <laughs> and they uh, they expanded on the. Uh... The David Harbour joke in yes. the trailer. It's like, she's like, you got fat. And it's like, it's just water weight. That made yeah. me laugh out loud. <laughs> that was a perfect I, joke. <laughs> I liked David Harbour in this trailer. I'm really excited. Yeah, for this I movie. can't wait to see him as the Red Guardian. He sounds, he looks like so much fun. Mike, this last trailer sounds like a you trailer because I have not seen it. I was going to say, do you guys care about uh, Bloodshot? Not at all. What did you think of the Bloodshot two, uh, two trailer? Uh, oh, that it, is. Bloodshot is the another comic book film. Uh, I think it's by Valiant Comics. Uh, it's basically Logan meets like Universal Soldier. Okay. Um, it's just it's weird. Trailer one's better, so uh, okay. Don't don't don't. And then the movie's not gonna be that good, to be honest. It's Vin Diesel being Vin Diesel. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's go ahead and each pick one piece of movie news then because all the trailers that came out. Uh, Mike, why don't you go first? Pick one piece of movie news for us to cover. Uh, we Okay, let me talk about this one because we talked about um, Rocketman. We talked about uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Let's talk about Timothy Chalamet being Bob Dylan in an upcoming film oh, by yeah. James, Go- James Mangold. Oh. I like James Mangold. I like Timothy Chalamet. Also, yeah. he's very good in Interstellar. Yeah. Chalamet? Th- yeah, yeah, he's the son in the beginning. Really? Yeah, I was looking at him. Is that fucking Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> yeah, it's him. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah I thought- I'm in. I see the resemblance. I'm down. Yeah, I'm kind of curious about that because uh, there's already been sort of a Bob Dylan film in the past that it's called like I'm Not There, and it it features yeah. so yeah. many. I mentioned this before with you guys, and it's just about these other actors portraying each part of Bob Dylan's life like two different ways. But Timothy Chalamet looks exactly like Bob Dylan, so I don't know. I'm kind of curious how he does the voice too. I don't know. So, uh, but the music would be bomb. I mean, yeah. Bob Dylan's music is so good. I, I want to see if he actually sings as Bob Dylan or not. So I don't know. <laughs> Which is my, that's my impression of Christian Harloff doing. <laughs> uh, Sarah, what about you? You, you have a, uh, a I new... do. Okay. Um, so the news that kind of dropped today, <laughs> Disney is developing National Treasure 3. Yes. 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 Yeah. yes. Are we, a, are we a National Treasures podcast I... now? Love the National Treasure movies. Yeah, I love them too. Um, my parents were like very kind of strict when it came to me watching movies, uh-huh. like when we were younger. So that was those movies like we could always put on and watch like together. Um, so I love them. Like I grew up watching them multiple, multiple times. So I'm super excited for this. <laughs> like I want Nick Cage. I want them all to come back. Like just bring them all back. What are they all doing? Nothing. Like bring well, them back. Uh, well, you can't do the movie without Nick Cage, first of all. So yeah. yeah need him what should nick cage steal in this movie i keep seeing that all over i have no my idea my heart have you seen that one yeah. <laughs> what should, you know, should nicholas cage steal in national treasure 3? 
<laughs> my heart. Yep. Uh, I'm so excited. Yeah. I hope they bring back. Um, who played the the nerd? Um, the guy oh. from uh The Hangover. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Oh, you're right, they don't bring Todd Phillips. I, no, I he. His name is Riley. I don't know what the actor's yeah, name yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the actor's uh, name, but he's really good. I hope they bring back what's her name, Diane Cu- yeah. Cougar. Yep, yep uh, that's the one. Yep. And then John Voight. Bring back John Voight, yeah. and then the mom is Helen Marin. Oh, so good. Oh, yeah. There you go. The second one. Yeah, come on. I lo- I'm telling you, I have watched these movies like at least fifty times. Finally, like, we finished off the trilogy right. Yeah. Oh, no, we don't. We don't have to finish up the trilogy because what about four, five, and six? Oh, you want you want more? Because I it's want gonna... everything. Bring back I Harvey Keitel. Nine Kytel. movies. I want to see Harvey Keitel and uh, I want to see Harvey Keitel come back as that cop. From oh, the he's great in the first one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and he's in the second one too. I want to see him in. Uh, okay, let's do back. a national treasure podcast. Let's go. And what's uh, what's the Sean president? Bean is the is the um yeah the but. Villain. In Who's the, the president one? in the second one? They kidnap him. Sam. Oh my god, what's his name? Is oh. it Sam O'Neill? No. No. Oh, I know I'm that. Gonna, I, I know. Chris Greenwood. That's what it was. Yes. Thank you. He's he's the one that plays the president a lot in film. And then Ed, is oh uh, what's what's the guy's name who he plays the villain in the Ed Harris. Ed Harris. Yeah. Ah, yes, Ed Harris. Is he yeah. dead at the end, or is he? Yeah, he died. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Oh, what are some national should come measures? And play the village of this one. Oh the my! Village, the villain. The yeah. village. The yeah, village. The village. Villain. The village. Uh, <laughs> he should steal a villain. A village. Um. But. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. That's Yo, Joaquin Phoenix's Oscar. That's my. Oh my god. <laughs> that's my most anticipated movie of whatever year this comes out. It so. might be. It might be a while because this this is coming from the writer who's going to pin just writing the script. The uh, he the same writer who's going to do Bad Boys Four. So yeah, uh, this this would be like 2021, 2022, maybe wait. 2023. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm super excited to see uh, the third iteration of National Treasure. Sean, what's your news? I think it's really obvious. Uh, knives out two. Knives out two. All right, more Daniel on. Craig. More Daniel Craig. Oh uh, yeah, they, Daniel Craig is so yeah, fucking good in that movie. I can't yep. wait. Um, Dreamcasting. Get Kelly. Just get all the Star Wars people over there. Make a better movie. <laughs> Kelly Marie Tran, Adam Driver, Daisy Ridley. Yeah, I like her, but I she she already did Murder on the Orient Express, so I don't know if they want to do like yeah that again. But I don't fucking care. Bring her in. Bring Oscar Isaac. Get Tom Boyega. Get all of them back in. But also, oh uh, I I want Ana de Armas to come back, but I don't I, I don't think you can do that. Don't know how. Um, yeah, I don't know how you do. I just wanted to come back. Uh, so come back, good. please. Uh, yeah, just knives out too. All right. No. All right. <laughs> um. Okay. So. Peek behind the curtain. We'll talk about it real quick. We were going to talk about our top 10 anticipated movies of this year. It's getting late when we're recording this. We've already gone for a while. You guys want to do it next week? Because I do think it's going to be a good 20 minutes. Yeah, let's do it next week so I can look right. at my, my list. Okay, so yeah, next week in order. Next week we're going to cap off next week's episode with our list of top 10 anticipated movies of 2020. Uh, I don't really have anything else to talk about. You guys have got anything else before we sign off? No, I'm ready for bed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, Mike, we're good. All right, Sarah, do you remember what was supposed to plug? Um, well, I guess I'll do all the sign-off stuff. You know, it's fine. Um, yeah, you can 
find this show and more shows at the Merkwood Movie Blog feed. You can find the show and other shows like Go Get That Rose, the SEN Live After Show. We're going to be doing a Harry Potter review show. Oh, just drop that. That um, that's this week. That comes out. Mm-hmm. We're recording that tomorrow. Yep. Um, the Mandalorian review show. You can listen to all those if you're just rewatching Mandalorian for the eighth time. I know someone's out there that's doing that. I don't know. Um, and uh, real quick, of- Wade and I are planning on doing season two. Yes, yeah, season two will be coming. Our other show, Convince Me, that's what it's called, right? I think so. I think that's going to happen at some point. Yeah. 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 Well, lots of shows still going. work. You can find all those shows, Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed, on Spotify, Apple, and Google uh, Play Podcast. Um, just go to Anchor. That's what I say every show I'm on. Um, and then you can find me personally on Twitter at S. Seabock, S-S-E-A-B-O-C-K. Where can they find you guys? Mike, you want to go first? Sure, sure. I'll do this really quick. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Mike Mixtape. Sean and I do a Power Rangers podcast called Into the Grid. You can follow that on Twitter at Go Into the Grid. Go on Anchor. Uh, Anchor is a good source for the podcast listening for uh, Go Into uh, Into the Grid. It's anchor.fm slash into the grid. Listen to that. Favorite podcast platforms. Check it out. And uh, yes, by the way, we're going to do a little sneak peek. Sarah might be in the next episode next week. Yes, so. if I remember. <laughs> <laughs> just being honest. So, just so if you want to hear her watch Power Rangers talking with us. This I've never so, watched Power Rangers. It's going to be so, yeah, gonna be so fun. Oh, gosh. Um, Sean, on to you. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. Uh, you guys, again, you know, catch me on the Harry Potter review show, which we are launching this week. You guys can catch me on, uh, Into the Grid. You guys could also, if you want, uh, this weekend, uh, coming weekend, so the weekend of the, uh, 24th, uh, the Kingdom Hearts 3 DLC comes out. I've been waiting a very long time for this. I'm very excited. I need to find out what the fuck happened to Sora at the end of Kingdom Hearts 3. So I'm going to be live streaming that while I play it just because I want to have an archive of my reactions to it because my reactions to the base game of Kingdom Hearts 3 were really fucking good. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to post on Twitter while I'm live streaming that so you guys can co- pop in and watch me freak the fuck out if you want. Uh, yeah, that's everything. All right. Well, okay, I guess we'll be back next week if we don't get canceled after our premiere episode. (laughs) You will know. (laughs) Look out for another episode. Bye.